0: It's not your fault. I've been hearing this increasingly for years, and it's only gotten worse. The it's not your fault mentality seems to have permeated every corner of our culture. I'm starting to see it being used in advertising. There are several commercials that I've seen in recent months that actually say these words and they don't make any sense. For example, there's a debt consolidation commercial where the first words out of the narrator's mouth or close to it is, it's not your fault. How is accumulated debt not someone's fault? Of course it's their fault. It's nobody else's fault but their own. That's how you accumulate debt. I understand extenuating circumstances, especially when things are bad, one loses their job, there's a death in the family. There's a variety of things that can really put the clamps on. But of course, 90% of the time, maybe more, the accumulated debt was, if not entirely avoidable, at least partially avoidable, had the person in question been more responsible. By telling somebody it's not their fault, for being in debt. We are once again removing any semblance of personal responsibility in how we run our lives. Finances, money management is a critical skill for any adult. And when we tell them that it's not a skill they actually need, which is what we're saying if we say that debt accumulation is not somebody's fault. If we are saying that it's nobody's fault, that these things just happen, that's just another nail in the coffin, in the coffin of individualism, of responsibility and pride. A little tangent here. My father once told me, that when he was a child, uh, his, his parents knew of a family that was in dire financial straits. Uh, and it's because the father uh, broke his back in a bad fall from a horse. And he couldn't work. And of course, uh, there were six children. And he, you know, he did what he could. The mother did what she could. She took a, a part-time job, but it, it certainly wasn't enough. And they once came to dinner at my father's parents' house. And towards the end of the dinner, and my father says he remembers this very well, the the uh, other father who, was, who had broken his back uh, appealed to my father's father, for money. And he was so reluctant and so embarrassed and humiliated. And even at the age, I think my father was eight or nine years old, he noticed the tears in the man's eyes um, because it it was just so awful to have to ask for that. And it was not, it just, it's not that it wasn't acceptable. And it's not that, you know, it certainly wasn't an act. It's not the tears are going to get me the money. This was just about somebody who was feeling very, very badly for not being able to provide. And for not, um, you know, doing what was necessary for his family despite the fact that a lot of this was an accident not his fault and even then even then he's embarrassed embarrassed to his very core to ask for help and that is precisely the attitude that we have lost that has switched around we've pulled a 180 on that now people are more than happy to ask In fact, they're told to ask and additionally told not to feel bad to ask. If it's an accident that's stopping you, by all means ask. That's that's definitely the message. should never feel badly about asking for help. That has now leaked into the other side, which is if it's your fault, so what? Still ask for help, still don't feel bad about it. Accumulated debt, it's your fault. And that's just one example. I saw a weight loss one. So it's not your fault. Not your fault because the diet didn't work. Not your fault because you followed the advice of, of some trendy new weight loss idea. And that didn't work either. It's, it's not your fault. It's the fault of the failed diet, of the, the failed technique to lose the weight. And of course, we've been battling this for, for years the idea that poor health and, and, and overweight and all this is just don't, apparently unavoidable things we can't do anything about. And that's really the extremely, extremely dangerous message that is being um, just thrown around the country. And people are latching onto it. Why? Because it allows them to be, well, lazy. It allows them to be lazy. It allows them to avoid any personal responsibility. And when you tell somebody, in a a commercial no less, that it's not their fault, well, what else is the, it's, it's, it's endemic. It's, it's spreading at a rate that's unbelievable because it has become an accepted message. What about the, uh, the commercial? I believe it's Liberty Mutual where they present you with some sort of situation where you damaged your car and, you know, the insurance company has to pay and your rates go up. And then, you know, they say something like, that's not fair. Uh, Forgive me for not being an insurance expert, but I, I thought that if you do something wrong, they're there to pay for it. But if you keep doing things wrong, obviously your rates should go up. And if it's your fault, if you damaged your own vehicle in a one-car accident and they had to pay for it, that very likely was your fault. Um, and the insurance company had to pay for it. Hence, your rates went up. Well, of course. What, what do you expect? You... you it's not as if somebody T-boned you in the middle of an intersection. Your insurance would have to pay for that because it's not your fault. And they're trying to put out certain situations so it really doesn't seem like it's your fault. I think one is where uh, the person in front of you slams on the brakes and 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 you 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 do the same, but you know you don't react quite as quickly and you hit the person in front and it's technically deemed your fault. And it's you know it's a little bit of a gray area. And, of course, the situations exist. But for the most part, when an insurance company is paying out for you, it's because you made a mistake. It could have been an accident. It could have been any number of things, I suppose. But you still did it. The idea that the company would, you know, maybe have to raise its rates because it keeps paying out for your mistakes is only logical. All of this makes perfect sense. Again, you're, you're telling somebody it's not their fault. Well, what is their fault? At this point, what? I'm I'm starting to lose the thread of what is actually necessary to be an adult in this world. Because at this point, I, I don't know what it is. If we can blame everybody and everything else but ourselves, and we're reaching that point rapidly, what will we become is really the question. The biggest problem, the biggest problem with all of this is that it begins to erode the one thing we cannot afford to lose any more of and that is ambition when you tell somebody that nothing is their fault they're not concerned about much of anything so they don't really try if they fail at work it can't be their fault so why should i really have to put anything into this if my health is not my own really my own responsibility and it's everybody else's fault it's the restaurant's fault it's it's, it's you know, it's everybody else's fault but mine. Why should I bother? If the insurance company is telling me it's not my fault, I can go out and drive in a blizzard and jam my car into a pole. I don't have to worry quite so much about it. I can take that risk because it's not my fault. We cannot afford to lose any more ambition or pride than we've already lost. And telling people that it's not their fault just turns them into these, not just incapable, shockingly incapable, but unwilling creatures who are A, not at all interested in pushing forward themselves or any personal growth. They're not interested in that, they really aren't, because they don't need to be but they're also learning how to play the victim card. They learn how to play it every single day by hearing these messages and taking them to heart. They get to play the victim. They get to say that nothing, nothing I do is my full responsibility. And as a nice little side benefit, by getting to accuse others, you get to complain. You get to complain that things are not the way they should be because they're not affecting you correctly or the way you wish them to be. You want more people to take care of you. You want more reasons to say it's not my fault. And the only way that happens is if you complain enough and beg enough and say, I need this, I need that. I need, I need, I need. When we prioritize need, everything falls apart. And need begets need. It doesn't work any other way. That family, that heartbroken father who came to my father's father and asked for money, honestly would... He, he might have rather died than asked for that money. It, it was obviously so difficult for him, and he was not the only one. That was the attitude of a nation. That's the only attitude that any nation or any individual should ever have. I will do absolutely everything in my power, everything, to be as good of a person, as productive as a person, as caring a person for my family, for everything that I care about. I will do everything in my power. To do things correctly and do things, operate, operate at a level that I I can always get better. I can always get better. But it's a productive level. It's a level where they go to bed every night. So I did something today. I want to do something every day. And I want other people to benefit from that. I don't want to benefit from other people's hard work. I want other people to benefit from mine. That is the difference between then and now. That is what has led to the victimhood society. That is what has led to people just gladly accepting assistance from the government and from anything else. They can be on 400 different assistance programs and they'll brag about it. That is the terrifying and disgusting part of the whole thing. That is where the deeply entrenched values have changed so dramatically and why it bugs the crap out of me and should bug the crap out of you. Because the more people we have who do this, the more we have to take care of everybody. If more people embrace the concept of pride and self-achievement and pushing forward and pushing through everything, no matter how hard it is, and going above and beyond Every one of us were doing that. Everything would change. Everything would change. It's not your fault. The next person who says that, the first words out of my mouth generally are going to be, you know what? It is your fault. And nine times out of ten it is. I may hear the story and I say, you know what? Okay, maybe that's, you know, things happen. Life sucks. Yes, some things are not avoidable. But for the most part, yeah, it was your fault. It was. Okay? That's the way it is. Now you go fix it. Don't ask me. You go fix it. You're perfectly capable, I think. And if you're not, get capable. There's a a great quote in in the movie The 13th Warrior, uh, where uh, one of the the Vikings throws a sword to Antonio Banderas as he's getting off the boat, and he says, I cannot lift this. And the Viking says, grow stronger. G.I. I uh, kind of like that. Yeah. I think that works.